0: Welcome to Divorce Talk with Nicola Beer, a show dedicated to creating change and emotional healing for executives, professionals, and expats in the various stages of marriage breakdown and divorce. Discover insightful strategies to better manage your personal affairs and learn secrets to creating more happiness, love, and success in your life today. Hi and welcome, this is Nicola Beer, and today I'm going to be talking about Workaholism and Relationships. And this is part one, and this is, are you too busy for your marriage? I mean, does your profession own you? Does it keep you away from quality time or any time from your family? Do the demands of errands, meetings, and emergencies keep you from catching your breath? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you could be suffering from workaholism, and this will definitely impact your relationship, unless you're also working on your relationship as hard or as well. Recent studies paint a grim picture about the amount of hours we spend at work. Today, not only are we working more, we're taking less vacation and having later retirement. And all of these studies were done in the 1990s, so you can imagine how much more we're working than then. And now, Given the fact that even nearly every single professional has a mobile phone where they're contactable by their company day and night, is it any wonder that relationships get affected by this? I think not. Now I know it's not the hours that determine what makes a workaholic. What sets them apart is valuing busyness over relationships and their sense of not being in control. That is, they let their own job lead them. Dr. Brian Robinson, a leading researcher on relationships, defines workaholism as a compulsive and progressive potentially fatal disorder characterized by self imposed demands, compulsive overworking, inability to regulate work habits, and overindulgence in work to the exclusion and detriment of intimate relationships and major life activities. What about you? Do you feel rushed, busy, and chaotic? On weekends, do you bring work home? Do you hate being interrupted from work? Do you feel guilty when you're not working? Do you get impatient when you're not in control or things go slow? Do you become annoyed when others don't measure up to your work standards? Do you get frustrated for not achieving enough in a day? If you answered yes to any of these, then you may have a workaholic spirit. And if any of this is resonating with you, you may be thinking, well, I have no choice. It's who I am. I can't control it. Changing habits isn't easy, but once achieved, it can have a huge impact on their life. One of the favorite things I love to do is to support individuals to make habit changes. And letting go of workaholism is life-changing. Redesigning your life, reclaiming your future, rediscovering your purpose is really powerful. It was for me. And in fact, it was a total game changer for me. And many of those who join my relationship, divorce or dating coaching programs also have that life-changing impact. And I help people change habits from overeating, drinking, smoking and overspending addictions to other things. And... I really enjoy it because once we can change and break a habit, we feel strong, we feel powerful. And then we can install better habits, new habits. One of my habits I'm installing at the moment is I'm walking every day for at least an hour. And I love that. And you can install good habits and swap them for any negative habits. And one of the things I love about being a relationship coach, and also I'm challenged by, let's be honest, is that I am exposed to my own negative traits, habits and behaviour. Over the years of supporting others, I get to see clearly where I've messed up, which has been wonderful because I'm able to learn from it and grow from it. Recognising myself as a workaholic was good because awareness is the first key to change. So if all you take from today's episode is a greater awareness of your work habits and your work stress, that's a positive step in the right direction. Previously, I left no room in my life for my relationship to flourish. I was so fixated on being the best consultant, smashing targets, bringing in business, in the sales role that I was in, that I let my partner's needs go unmet. As well as my own, if I'm honest, I didn't take time for me, for my health and enjoyment. So it's really important to take time for you as well and break that workaholic cycle. In like attracts like, I also attracted a workaholic partner. If you're in a relationship and you both like being busy, running around after work, then that can work really well. A workaholic married to another workaholic can be great, as they get and understand each other. Problems can occur if they have children, because then one of them has to change. But if you're in a relationship where one wants more, more, uh, family time, and the other is preoccupied by work, conflict can. Maker or withdraw maker. Many women I've worked with cite the reason that they asked for a divorce was because their husband was absent, working all the time. They got fed up doing everything on their own and craved more attention, affection, and appreciation. So, can working hard damage your marriage? It depends on what you're working hard at. If you're working hard only in your profession and letting go of your relationship and letting go, let your family life slip, then, I'm sorry to say, but yes, you're heading for trouble. So what does it look like when you're engrossed with work and coasting in your relationship? Well, here are some guidelines, and just see if any of these resonate true for you. Because they were true for me, and they're true for many workaholics. I help them change and break the habits. Do you ask someone a question, but miss their answer, because you're somewhere else in your head? Do you spend little time, if any, thinking about your loved one's needs and wants? Do you tend to forget, ignore or minimise birthdays, reunions, anniversaries, holidays in favour of work? Do you identify more with your role in your profession than as a spouse or a parent? Do your spouse and children have to constantly cover for you, not attending events or special occasions? Does your family have to tiptoe around you because they're worried you may blow up at any moment? When you're home, do you feel too exhausted and drained to engage with your family? Do you detach? So what can you do if you do feel like a workaholic and these resonate with you and you want to improve your love life? Well, I've got seven tips I'm going to share with you today. So the first of the tips is get support. The fastest and best way to change anything in our lives is to hire an expert to support us. To lose weight, people often join a gym, follow a diet plan, get a personal trainer and buy special foods. To move up in our career, we educate ourselves, speak to recruiters and our network and get advice, tips and insights. To create new habits and stay on track, improve our relationships, hiring an expert coach can help you reach your goal easier and faster. So if you can, do that. And if you can't, then get support from someone else. If you can't afford to work with a coach, then look at other ways you can get support. Recruit a buddy, a family member, or or someone else that's going to inspire you and help you reach your goals. Number two is define your your purpose for work and life. Working with a coach, a friend, or on your own, start asking yourself some powerful questions. What are we here for? What do we want to achieve? What's most important to me? How do I want to be remembered? What am I working for? What's driving the workaholism? Is it to forget past hurts or ignore current ones? Are you using work to avoid feeling your feelings or failures? Are you using it to avoid certain situations? Is your work driven by wounds of the past? Essentially is what I'm getting at here. Or is it to get rich, earn prestige, compete, be the best, feed your ego? This is a powerful step because once we understand the behavior behind our workaholism, we can then address it. This has been life-changing for many that I've worked with, and I cover this in a half-day VIP session where we can really create some powerful changes in your life in just half a day if you're suffering from workaholism. Tip three is to realize that we only have 24 hours in a day, and this is something we're given equally. If we spend every minute at work, or on our laptop, or on our phone, then that's time lost with a partner. Tip four is recognize that all relationships require work, and they also require time to connect. Connection is crucial for a relationship's survival. So many couples focus on improving communication and talking through problems as a strategy to move forward. But this can be futile, as it's essential to spend time connecting through affection, intimacy, conversation and participating in activities together once you get the connection then communication can follow so it's about spending time to connect and it's also really important to have undivided attention what do i mean by undivided attention well i'll come back to that in a moment tip five is realize the effects of workaholism on your relationship and family is real We like to think otherwise. We like to think that our spouse is independent and strong, that our children are resilient, or that the benefit and the money we're bringing in outweighs its detriments of us working hard. But a woman I was working with said this, and I'm just going to share her story with you because I really found it impactful, and maybe you will too. Nicola, most of my childhood my father worked in his family businesses, all the time. He worked as much as he could and made as much money as possible. That was what was important to him. He was doing it to support the family and our education, to give us extra. So I guess you could argue that the family was important to him too. But I didn't feel like that growing up. It felt like work was always more important than me, as that is where he spent his time. My mother felt like that too. She was always alone. Well, his workaholism put a strain on all of our relationships. We were scared as children of setting him off and getting in his way. We also felt let down when he missed important occasions. I found I inherited some of the tendencies. When I worked excessively hard, I became depressed and angry and frustrated. And I just didn't want to do anything. I just worked and crashed, worked and crashed. And please note that I'm not sharing this story to make anyone feel guilty or bad. We all have bosses and workloads that are overwhelming at times, and where we feel out of control to realise that you can make changes. And the reason I'm sharing this is to support any couple or individual to create positive change. Once we understand and appreciate how it may feel on the other side, we can make adjustments to support each other better. Because all it can take is... An extra 30 minutes here and there in a week to make a huge difference to your relationship and your love life. Tip 7 is negotiate your priorities with your spouse and family. So to simply say that you're going to work less and give them more time and make more effort in your relationship. From my experience working with hundreds of couples, it doesn't really work. You need to be specific. You need to get set some plans that you can commit to to ensure change does happen. You also need to discuss these plans, as what might seem good to you may seem a little too late to your partner. For example, couples I've worked with have said, OK, we're not going to check our phones at the dinner table. For all Saturday, it's completely mobile-free, work-free zone. Five nights of the seven nights a week, we must eat together. Simple strategies like this can make a huge difference. And tip seven is be emotionally present with your partner. So, as I mentioned earlier, I was going to come back to undivided attention. And this is similar to undivided attention. We show our loved ones we are present through eye contact, active listening, and talking about life together. We show it in partnering with them about decisions, big or small. Taking interest in daily activities, thoughts, and feelings. If you're a workaholic like I was, or married to one and this is affecting your relationship, then get in touch with me today, or if now is not the right time, put it in your calendar, right, I'm going to get in touch with Nicola in a few weeks' time, or whenever you feel that it's going to be right for you. And we can start changing this. A few changes here and there, a half VIP day to kick a habit, can really make a world of difference. And if you're dating and work is preventing you from finding a loving relationship, Stay tuned because in another episode I'm going to be talking about how to not let work interfere with your finding love and having a romantic relationship. And making sure that it doesn't get in the way of your dating success as well because I hear that happening and see that happening a lot with the people I've worked with and it also happened to me so i have first-hand experience i'd love to share that story with you as well i just want to say thank you so much for listening from my heart to yours have a great day or evening if you're listening in the evening and really looking forward to connecting with you again in another podcast thank you for listening to divorce talk with nicola beer if you have enjoyed the program please leave a rating and review on itunes so more people dealing with marriage breakdown and divorce get the support they need If you want more great free resources, such as secrets to a happier relationship, moving on fast after divorce, or tips on parenting through divorce, be sure to visit www.purepeacecoaching.com today.